Yeah, so, hello, welcome to Shoot the Piano Player, French New Wave podcast. This is a random special episode with an asterisk attached to it that I'll get into in a second. But, um, this... Sorry, the cat's in the cabinets. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, two, two, returning, two returning guests, two uh, fan favorites, I guess. I don't know, but two people That's I like having on. Uh, Amanda and Mtume. Thanks for having us on. Hey, hey, what's up? Hey, thank you, uh, thank you guys for wanting to be on this episode. It was uh, supposed to be a season in France, <laughs> but Joel couldn't get a hold of it. It's not streaming currently. Yeah. And uh, the reason for that was I know Mtume likes Haroon movies, and Amanda, you're on for uh, Vagabond. And mm-hmm. the star of Vagabond is one of the stars of a season uh-huh. in France. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I did recently discover Haroon, but I think we'll we'll talk about that in a bit. And uh, I love his movies, so I'm happy that you guys are uh, having me on to talk about him. Yeah. So, uh, that didn't fall. So that, so that fell out. So then I realized, wait, the new one is streaming. So that means it, mm-hmm. it's my show, and then Haroon makes movies in France. So therefore, uh, He's probably influenced by French New Wave. I, I'd imagine he probably is. But, uh, yeah, so it, it's French enough. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's my show. And it's also we, we're at the end, so I can do what I want. Yeah, absolutely. Even, even at the beginning, I think you could have did what you wanted. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> but I'm, I'm getting senioritis real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Just blame it on the heat. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, um, uh, and, and Tume, what's your history with uh, Haroon as a director and artist and all that? Um, oh gosh, I can't remember when I discovered him. It's been a, it's been quite a while. Um, you know, like I, I've always been someone I think who was like always wanted to like know about like really good African film. Mm-hmm. So when you would, you know, his films here in New York, you know, they get they get regularly played. I remember a screaming man was played at um the now gone Lincoln Square Theater, which doesn't exist anymore, which was a really great theater. Um and, and you know, I remember it, it having a really robust screening there. So he was someone whose films were regularly around and I was like, Oh, let me go check it out. And then, um, though I can't remember what's the first movie that I... It was either Screaming Man or Dry Season that I saw first. I can't remember. So, But I, I've been familiar with his films for a while. And now I just, you know, I regularly... If they're, if they're out, you know, I go see it. I actually, I actually originally went and saw Lingui. It had a short run here at Film Forum in New York, and I went and saw it. And I, cool. really, oh. I really wanted to see it, and then I, I watched it again at home. But yeah, so I've seen it twice. But yeah, I, I, he, he, he definitely is someone. I mean, and I, I think incredibly well deserved. And like you know, he's someone, one of the African filmmakers who gets regularly screened here in New York. Hmm. Uh, Amanda, what about you? Um, I, I don't remember if it was on movie or is Criterion Channel. I can't remember which one. Um, maybe almost a year ago, and I was, and I was like, you know what? I have heard and read some good things about him, and uh, I would love to check out his movies. And they had, I think, I, I started with a dry season, 
Um, I also watched Abuna, and then um, I'm trying to remember the next. I think Grigri I also watched, um, which um, I, I think A Screaming Man might be my favorite of his out of the ones I've seen. Um, and so I kind of, I just, I just, just turned into a marathon, just how much I, I liked them, just how human they are. Um, and, and that's probably the, the common theme I like, as I think, is he's trying to tell universal stories just from, from the world that he loves and that he's from. So that was just something that I, I really, really enjoyed about it. And mm-hmm. it just got it so that I just kept going and I kept watching his movies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was on Fandor. They had, I think, three or four of them. And uh, this was within, I think, 2015 or 14. Mm. And I saw the, the I, th- I say it's on the uh, Martin's old show, uh, Flickwise Canada. Oh, Flickwise, yeah. And I told the same story. So listen to that episode from, I think, 40 years ago at this point, or maybe five years ago. I can't <laughs> remember anymore. Um, I saw the thumbnail for uh, Dry Season was a team holding the gun at the end. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, oh, this has to be like a revenge action movie. And <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not. It, it is a revenge movie, but it's not. <laughs> it's not what the thumbnail makes you think it is. Yeah. And I just became obsessed and fell in love with the movies. And he's my favorite living filmmaker. I oh, have cool. every movie of his that is on a disc, uh, including Bye Bye Africa. Which has oh. no subtitles in English. That's cool. So you do have a season in France, so you watched it. Yes. <laughs> yes, nice. And, yeah. and uh, Bye Bye Africa has his short films, too. Again, no oh, subtitles. Cool. But uh, if you look online, it's streaming currently, legally, on uh, on Amazon. So I, I would take advantage of that while you, while you can. And the short films, I have no clue. If they're ever going to be available again, like easily, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, yeah. So this episode is on ling- uh, lingui, lingui. I I always change it up every time I say it. Uh, which came out technically last year, but came out in America in uh this year, and it's probably my favorite movie of the year. Harun is one of the one of the people that every time. I hear I, I hear about a new movie. It's it's immediately like the number one thing I want to see, and uh, yeah. So like, what is uh, what was this movie about? Uh, well, Amanda, you're the I guess you're the rookie here. What, what is uh, Linkui about? Uh, it's uh, pretty timely, um, considering uh, where things are right now. Um, but um, it's uh, essentially about a um, a bond between. Uh, a mother and a daughter and then just the women in this community and uh facing a um a teenage pregnancy with his, her daughter uh and just how she learns about it and then just what kind of what her experience was as a single mother and just how they just deal with that in their community and how it's just uh understandably um just based on on their religion and what their circumstances are it's just something that would be frowned upon getting an abortion and that's the kind of the the focus of the movie and you, you kind of see um, how they uh, deal with that struggle um, and how it's just a continuous struggle for them and uh, ultimately um, how they uh, just is kind of this this element with this this bond that they have in the community with the women there of uh, secretly um, getting this done spoiler alert but uh, it's just what I really liked about it is just kind of uh, the relationship that the, the mother and the daughter really have 
um, and how it kind of starts and then just how it grows and they kind of deal with this together. Um, but uh, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's a timely story. Um, and I think it's uh, the way that uh, Haroon tells the story uh, is definitely something that uh, a lot of people could relate to in some way. Yeah, uh, like watching it again, post the uh, Roe decision, it was like, oh, this yeah. could just take place in, in Kentucky. You can just like tell the same story mm. and not really change a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, I don't know, it made me, I, I mean, it made me think a little bit of uh, the Never Rarely, Sometimes Always that just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think this one's, uh, I don't know, it's just some, some, something about the way that he um, makes his movies and just the actors he chooses, especially with a few that he returns to. Um, it's just something about, um, just for me, the way that he kind of almost gets in their face with the camera and he really really tries to to help i don't know i felt like i was almost there if that makes sense like you're just kind of it, it just feels real and grounded i don't know if that's the right way to say it but um it, it definitely there's a lot of tension with that and there's the, towards the end of this movie the tension is just it was just absolutely crazy watching it at least for me with what ends up happening um but you can kind of i think it starts out a little slow but then that tension just grows and um i think it kind of reveals a bit more than uh than uh, what i expected at least yeah not to jump to the ending but that ending was uh, <laughs> a little, little crazy so yeah, understandably okay uh, and Timmy, what do you think of this movie in general um i thought it was great i mean it was i, I mean definitely the there's a timeliness of the abortion aspect which i think i mean even before the recent decision i think globally is uh is a, is, yeah. is a huge you know issue yeah. i think another thing that i thought really i thought was powerful about the film was also the idea of out of wedlock children and how it kind of like uh dislocates you from your family and from your status yeah. i thought that I thought, I thought that was a very interesting actually even for me as if i was like what like what really interested me in the movie i yeah. thought that was actually something that was really um quite powerful and i, I thought he he displayed the kind of societal rules of where he's from, I thought, in a really um, elegant, but at the same token, you know, effective and pounding way because, you know, he, he, he clearly doesn't want to demean or make this woman who had this, you know, daughter that she loves very much, you know, out of wedlock seem like she is some kind of lesser person but actually mm-hmm. show what society has done you know to her and then of course yeah. when you then, and then of course when you add the Literally. kind of <laughs> kind of the, the, the twist of it all then yeah. you just go oh my god damn you know like which i i honestly was not expecting yeah. I, I i i wasn't thinking that and i i and i don't i don't know why i just like yeah. I, it, it never even considered but it made it that much more um painful um, but then yeah. also, you know, her insistence and being like, nah, man, I'm, I'm going to get my revenge. I was like, I was, I was not going, expecting that. Like, yeah. When she did it, I was kind of like, don't do it, but do it. You yeah. know? Don't do it. Cause I don't want you to get killed, yeah. but I want you to do it. Cause I want you to right? die. It's like, get him. It's like, oh no, wait. Like, but don't. <laughs> yeah. You know, but that's the great filmmaking. He, 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 yeah. he, he really knows how to let you live in like multiple feelings and multiple so it's really it's really a strong a strong picture but that but that uh, yeah that was the thing that i thought really because mm. i you know i i i think in america you always hear about that as like a social mm-hmm. stigma stigma that, that can happen to people depends where you live but i think 
there it, it really see it really Real. like it yeah. literally effect, affects your the things you can get in life you know yeah. and and your relationships like the thing with her sister and all that i was yeah. like oh man this is heavy yeah, yeah. it was uh, awful like, total yeah. outcast yeah total yeah like chad is one of the worst countries in the world period you look at like uh poverty uh women's rights gay rights uh like access to food water like it's routinely like in the top not in like in the, like the not like not top top the like the, like the bottom of like just like of everything and i i really appreciate that like the haroon movies that are set in chad aren't like are, they aren't wallowing in the sorrow it's just like simple human stories where it's like mm-hmm. y- you can clearly see the issues that that the country's facing but but the people are still surviving. They're happy. They're, they're trying to find happiness. They're just trying to you know, deal with deal with it and just survive. Um, I think um, Tim Tumay's point, like that, that was that is a huge part of this movie. Um, just how she is an outcast, and even just there's a scene when when uh, her her sister calls and she just refuses to answer. Yeah. And like her daughter answers, and when that happened, I was kind of like, wait a minute. Like it's just something that is just. I'm I'm not familiar with like of uh, you know she's also choosing to 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 you know she's accepted that she's an outcast in such a way that she's kind of almost you know accepting um, where they just that whole the fact that she's no longer considered a part of society or a part of her family in, in such an extreme way that even her sister is trying to reach out to her um, and just uh, there's a scene too where uh, they, they meet. And, uh, and uh, her sister is introducing, like, her daughter to her. And, like, like basically it wants no part and it just tells her to leave. Um, but ultimately, like, they embrace. But it's just, you can really tell that she's just accepted, like, that that she's out. And it's just, those scenes are really painful, um, to Ntume's point. And it's just kind of, yeah, it definitely adds a whole, other, a whole other layer to just her. And then I think just, you know, the motherly love. But she goes above and beyond for her daughter because she just doesn't want her to experience that either. Yeah, it it very much is like a like a happy version of Mother the I don't say Boonwell the uh, bo- Korean guy. Oh, Bong Joon Ho. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's very similar to that. Where like in the the <laughs> Bong Joon Ho movie is more yeah. upsetting. Yeah. Uh, Except their yeah. daughter's not a serial killer or <laughs> yeah, murderer. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I see your point. Um, trying to think what else in terms of uh, oh I I don't know if we want to jump ahead to the, the but uh the 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 birthday party like pool party that her daughter goes to too I thought was oh yeah 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 kind of interesting because it was like I think the beginning of of her realizing she was you know gonna be in a similar boat as her mother and that was way before we learned the reason why she's pregnant but it was just kind of like her like not really coming to terms with it and like miserable in it and starting to get removed like she was already expelled from school and now there she is at a party and she's just denying that she is pregnant because of all the kids and the bullying of course um but that that was just also powerful to me too because it's just you know kind of a parallel of her mother but just earlier in her life yeah, and, yeah. Just, uh, and uh, this is like, uh, uh, I I just love that the like the the, the reveal of who who got her who uh, assaulted her, yeah, is the one the neighbor and two it's Yusuf. Uh, I always forget how you say his name. Is it? Is it uh, I'm gonna destroy it uh, if I try to say it. 
is it Dejaro or is it probably Zaro? I, I think so. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce that correctly. <laughs> but it is spelled D J A O R O, I think. Yeah. yeah. And just having him who, in the last one, well, he's in uh, 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 Grigory's, which mm-hmm. in a very small role. But like having his last major role be in um, uh, Screaming Man, where he's yep. kind of a warm figure to an extent and having him be like again flout like it's like flout like evil mm-hmm. uh like inter- like evil in terms of this movie and like you know, like uh in a realistic kind of way like was really interesting stunt casting to an extent kind of sort of because like he always played like some a character who's kind of dark but this felt like the darkest one even even compared to dry season where he's like a a, a war criminal who probably murdered and assaulted hundreds of people it's mm-hmm. c- kind of implied but like in that one he's trying to get better and this one is just like he seems to have this not at least in my, my interpretation he's he, uh, he he got real pregnant and just moved on and didn't seem to care I go ahead I'm sorry I'm to me <laughs> yeah his, his character's interesting because before you you find out about him with her daughter you know he's trying to like you know pretty much get with the the other lady (laughs) and like and 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 i i I don't particularly care for him like a ton even then it's like it's weird it's like he there's a he's a he's like a it's like is it he's like kind of like social pariahs that i think that exist in um these kind of areas when like clearly there's this woman who and you see this sometimes i think in african films about these kind of women who because of society whether they're like you know poor or you know in this case a woman who has this social stigma against them somebody with a little bit of like wealth a man tries to like you know use his currency to like convince her to like you know be become his lady you know mm-hmm. and and it's like you know you, you're kind of like all right dude you know chill out you know like i get it but you know so i i didn't like like like, like hate the guy but i was kind of like you know uh, you know you're, you're a little annoying but then when you find out the other part of it it gets really interesting because then you realize how deep the kind of social pariah goes mm-hmm. like it's not just like um it's almost like he felt like ownership over the family completely yeah. in a way. And yeah. uh, not, even, not even in yeah. a way. Actually, I would probably say like in a way off. It's like he felt <laughs> ownership of the family completely. Yeah. And you, you you see the extent of it. And it just gets. So I. I yeah. And, and, you know, him, this actor, I think this actor is incredible. I, I, oh, yeah. I, and a screaming man, he's 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 incredible. And in this, you know. Is he's incredible too it, it, in the most disgusting of ways, but it's just an interesting mm-hmm. depiction of these types of people who kind of feed off of people in need, um, and it, yeah, it's it's really it's really heavy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll go ahead. Uh, the second time through watching this, I noticed like every time the daughter would like walk down the street to to uh, to to the house, mm-hmm. she'd always look at the neighbor's house to see if he's there. Right. And you don't. You never see them together, mm-hmm. and there's always her looking at the door, making sure he is not there. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of like little things like that that you wouldn't see until like you rewatched it. That that I like about um, this movie um, and in a few of his movies because there's just these extra touches there that just some people wouldn't do. 
Um, and it kind of just like kind of like a viewpoint into what's really going on and just add something more to it. But to this too, like, I don't know, I watched, um, like an interview. I, I don't know if it was like film forum, somebody at film forum that interviewed, uh, Haroon or who mm-hmm. it was, but like they, um, asked him more about how the story also touches upon rape. And he mentioned mm-hmm. something like, um, along the lines of, uh, how they don't have a word for rape in Chad. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like how it's just, you know, if, 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 you know, if, uh, if somebody is like, oh, you know, I, I want to get with her that they just can. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, so, uh, I think that might also, you know, explain the way he is in this and like kind of like earlier on, um, when he talks to uh, her mother, Amina, and he, and she, I think she asks him something like, oh, do you love me or something? And I don't remember if it cuts away or if he doesn't answer, but there, there isn't an answer. So it kind of just kind of works with that. Oh, who knows? <laughs> yeah. And the, yeah. I, I, I really like this, how silent his movies are. Yeah. Largely, there's like always enough yeah. dialogue to get everything across. Yeah. And it's just people behaving like people. And that tells you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And just like those quiet moments. Yeah. And uh, I, well, Timmy, you're an actor. Like, from an acting perspective, how do you, like, uh, uh, how do you like uh, look at the acting in a movie like this, where it's just like purely just like physical and it's like like physical, not physical. Like, I guess it's, it's physical, natural, like, behavioral, natural. maybe. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's very behavior. Yeah. He's he, he. I mean, the thing about it is, like, you know, a human being is is interesting if you let it be human so i think that sometimes what ends up you know the i think in film sometimes the draw i think of like of, of like the non-actor is when you're trying i'm not saying these are not necessarily non-actors but like i'm talking about like historically so it's like you 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 get someone who's not necessarily a, a big performer but can that, that can just behave and if you're able to get them to behave it becomes captivating because you're you're, you're able to connect with them in like a real way so mm-hmm. i think what he does with with these performances is especially because of how he has his camera uh often well no it's not always tight because he he'll he'll either have it like kind of like tight and like in um in like like scenes of like intimacy mm-hmm. but he, he always gets he also gets these great like long shots of them like walking when like when they go on like on like the long paths and all that types of things he yeah. has great shots of like doorway you know like the, the big kind of like front of like of, of like the homes he yeah, is like great the blue doorways yeah. the blue doorways he always gets yeah. really good stuff like that and he, he he just shows their behavior in it and i think he's able to really because you know so much of what happens is in the behavior like he said about like the the young woman like constantly looking over at him he he captures it and he he lets them like really breathe and behave that he ends up getting really powerful performances out of these performers i, I i'm curious how he does it i love watching it like that <laughs> i think i think i think it's the best um it's as as, as good i think even with actors who are you know maybe like super professional it's great to to have them work like that too you know i think hmm. you know because it, 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 it's about behavior and, and that's what that's what movies capture really really well like because you know when you're watching a play they're like you know they're like 10 20 rows in ahead of you you can't see small behavior a movie mm-hmm. you're able to kind of 
experience that and, and, and then from different angles uh, I'm, I'm curious about your, your guys opinion like do you think his movies need dialogue because like so much of it is just behavioralness observing how people act around each other um I, I don't know what your thoughts are on Tume. Um, I mean, I think he'd be... I, I kind of think they're perfect the way they are. Like, I think there's there's long, long periods of, of nobody talking. Um, and, and to, to and Tume's point of, like, you know, just the, the walking and you kind of follow people around or, or watch them travel from one point to another. Um, I, I kind of think they're perfect the way they are, but I, but I think he could do them without, you know, as a silent movie in a way, or almost like Terrence Malick where it just goes on forever with nobody talking. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. I mean, th- there are some, like, the all the, like, the sermon stuff with, like, yeah. the, the, the priest. I think the stuff is very chilling. I like, I like that he uses language in very pointed, direct ways. Yeah. So I think I think so. It 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 becomes another extension of behavior, right? Like mm-hmm. the he comes around to you know let the woman know the the I'm thinking of the of the the imam, you know, when he yep. has to come around and let her know. You're like that's just like his his busy, you know. We we support you, and this is what you need to be doing, you know. Like you're seeing the behavior of it, and yeah. and and how it comes through, like the words, you know, and then also that's how. True how they communicate with each other, the mother and, and, and the daughter, and the daughter mm-hmm. needing to, like, express herself. Because, you know, I think it's also another powerful thing about the, do- the daughter is her, is her defiance, you mm-hmm. know? Like, she's not, she's not a passive person, you know? Like, she's a, which, you know, which then also makes it, to me, that much more grotesque because it makes you think about how that man, you know, this woman, this young woman with a lot of, a lot of, strength so for this guy to like manipulate her is like oh you you really are extra nasty <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like yes this it's just woo you know like but but yeah so i think the the language but i i like the fact that he's not he's not going into like you know large arias and things like that he doesn't need that but you know the the small stuff is really good yeah and uh like going back to the uh neighbor storyline thing uh like that's the, like, uh, like I, I, I uh, there are certain tropes I noticed with Haroon movies that he returns to over and over again. Kind of like how Ozu would make the same movie, uh, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. last decade of his life. That's it's like slight variations, and those variations make a huge difference. Haroon kind of a similar thing. It's always a child relationships. A pregnant young woman shows up at some point. Uh, it's always about how the politics affect normal people, and there's always commentary on masculinity. On, in some way, hmm. and there and there's usually and there's usually like some a key scene centered on food or making food. There's some a- aspect of like this food and eating with people, but this one I don't think has has that. But the rest of them have some element connected to that. Yeah, I don't remember a scene with people eating in this, but I could be I could be forgetting that. Um, I was trying to think if there was one. Yeah, but that would go to like uh, what you said about it being behavioral and the communal uh, element of sitting down and eating, which makes sense why he does it in all those, of his other movies. Um, trying to, there is a, a kind of a huge focus on um, Amina uh, making those. I think they're stoves that she's making. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's um, gonna be a connection to food then if it's the stove. Yeah, I mean that might be a bit of a stretch, but I was yeah. trying to think of uh that and uh, apparently um the uh, actress um learned how to actually make those before the movie after getting the part 
So she was she was making those from the the metal and the tires. Oh, cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, it's a little more real when the actors do things. <laughs> yeah, it has the quality like a Darden Brothers movie where yes, I, I've only ever seen one, um, a Rosetta, which I, I really do love that movie a whole lot. Actually, same editor uh, from Rosetta on this movie and a couple other oh, wow, movies. Oh wow, really? Yes, uh, Marie. That's cool. Marie Elaine Dozo. Oh wow. She worked with Darden and Haroon and other people, but. It, yeah. There's that connection like, then. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, another thing I always like about, in this movie in particular, is like there's this always commentary on Islam. And you always see mm-hmm. Islam either presented, at least he presented a couple ways, in a casual way, where people mm-hmm. are kind of like, yeah, I'm a Muslim, but, you know, it, it's no big deal. Or people who are super into it. And you get to see all all versions of it. And the yeah. first time I ever saw cas- casual Islam in any in any media was in a Haroon movie because before that I just had simply never seen a movie where it just treats Islam the way like we treat Christianity yeah right. right I think it's it's important that more people see that so that they understand that that's pretty much <laughs> most things um, <laughs> yeah. where some are serious and, and others aren't um, kind of like uh, the imam saying to her like well you know Prayer is better than sleep. Like well, that was oh, funny. Man. Like she's that like, I was tired. Was. Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Yeah, that imam was like too much. I was like, homie. I was like, bro, just chill <laughs> out. Relax. Man. Like, like, <laughs> I need you to go back. Yeah, you know, she'll I mean? get back there. Don't worry. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's also worrisome. I mean, there was also I, I had a sense of worry because I was kind mm. of just like with him, like. I also didn't get a trustworthy vibe of like if yeah. he did find out something that he would just be like, ah oh, man, like what are you doing? You know, like what's your, what's yeah. your problem, lady? You know, and I'm like, dude, just like <laughs> ca- like calm down, like you know, yeah. like so there's like the part of it is like, oh, this was annoying, but also kind of like the social stigma, like like right. you know, if she, and that's why I felt I felt for that woman so much because she had to like do these little checkpoints. Yeah. in life to like make sure that you know she already kind of lost some some you know a, a certain level of status yeah but she had to like do these little things to kind of like keep her status like above water where she wasn't <laughs> drowning you know and it's it's deep it's just heavy but like that mom man he was too much they, they <laughs> roll up at your house he's right there i was, I was gonna like, say he just like popped up out of nowhere a few no, times like, i was like where did he come from like <laughs> Is is this what you do in the afternoon? You just pop by people's homes (laughs) and just like give them lectures. It's like, it's like, oh, she looks like she's going through a lot. I'm gonna pop up in her life for a second. Like, Uh, (laughs) I mean, it's uh, the same thing. Like here, like if if I live in like a small town, and Delaware is basically one giant small town. It's true. (laughs) But like you know, there's always like 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 the small church communities where like the the minister like will just like stop by randomly. And oh, like, I went to yeah, I'm the Catholic school and Catholic church, and so like I, I have the family. My grandparents are like friends with all the priests and like the yeah. bishop and all that shit. So like <laughs> seeing like the priest suddenly show up at that place is like was not to me not a weird thing. It's like oh yeah, I I kind of grew up around this type of uh, yeah. like, environment, but like not Islam, but like. Yeah. Catholic it's similar where they just pop up and they're like hey where why have you been at church or wherever <laughs> like um yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, remi- it did remind me a little bit i mean that this one's a bit more comedic but it did remind me of like sim ben's like mandabi that kind of you know that yeah. that community 
aspect of like you know you said like you know you just walk over and it's so funny how they like walk towards each other it's not like mm-hmm. hey how you doing it's just like oh you're here you know it's like it's like <laughs> it's like you know like for me if someone knocked on my door i'd be like hey what's up man like you know like it's like a real surprise for them it's just like this is just every day like oh yeah look who's here the priest is here you know it's <laughs> like oh shoot you know it's like damn but like but that's like you know uh, I give him credit because he's really showing me, you know, how the community works. And, you yeah. know, I don't feel that's weird. I was like, oh, that must be how it how it flows there. You know, so I, I really get a sense of of that of that uh, lifestyle. Yeah. 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 And like the like, like some of the funny moments was with the mom, uh, the, uh, specifically when the daughter isn't wearing her head covering and yeah. the mom isn't either. And like you don't know that's bothering him. Like, well, you, you know from from his behavior, but like he doesn't say right. it, and he's yeah. just like actively trying to look away and not like not look at their face. Yeah. Oh man, it's a it's deep, man. It, it, like it's, it's similar similar to you, uh, Spencer. Like um, mm-hmm. I was I was raised Catholic, so I remember like wearing flip flops and shorts and being like in one of the front pews and like the priest just staring at me. <laughs> so, oh, like, so yeah. Definitely. Yeah, no, like I, I'm not, I'm not really a religious person, but my yeah. mother is, and 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 you know, every now, I used to, I used to go to church with her, like when I was an adult, when she would like show me off, and like sometimes <laughs> these priests would like, or these preachers would like want to have like conversations with me, or like be in the middle of a sermon and look at me, and I'd be like, yeah. bruh don't even try it. <laughs> like, just, like nah, I would just like stare back at him. Like exactly the rebound. Like I'll stare like, at you this whole time. <laughs> it's like nah, man. Like wh- whatever you think might happen here is not gonna happen. So I need you just to keep on preaching in a different direction. Just not at my face. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. It's, I don't know. At that. Um. Well, I don't know if we want to jump ahead to a serious part of the movie, but um, I was uh, I, I thought it was um pretty insane that she actually drowned herself (laughs) her daughter yeah and then i don't know what you guys made of um of her um actually uh coming out of that and 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 them rescuing her but then she saw herself surrounded by a bunch of guys like kind of pulling her out didn't say anything was quiet um I, i don't know that was just i wasn't expecting that i think that was another um uh, thing about this movie that just kind of added like it's kind of just slower paced and then just things happen here or there but all of a sudden it's just this wild crazy tension scene with like somebody somebody coming close to dying or going through something traumatic um so that that just that just kind of did me in for a second just how stressed out she was yeah it, like it, it like um that that scene is very tense because oh yeah you, you, you know she was assaulted and then well you, you can kind of i think we can kind of infer that before yeah. it she says it yeah but uh at that point like she's surrounded by these men and like in your like she's scared you're scared it's like what, yeah. what is something gonna happen yeah are they, are they just gonna like stare at her and uh that like takes me to um the f- first episode you're on for the season amanda a movie i don't care for at all love and Tura, the scene <laughs> towards i think towards the end where um uh, maybe it's Monica Vitti or some other woman is just walking down a st- walking down the street and all these men are sleering at her. Mm. Yeah, it's um, it's not um Monica Vitti. I'm trying to I'm catching exactly. a blank on who it is um at the end, but they're all just like oogling her. Um, crap, I have to you have to come back to me on that one. I don't remember, but it was not her. But yeah, they're all just kind of staring at her and uh, 
clearly just like kind of checking her out and everything and it's just she's kind of almost accepting it though like yeah she she likes the attention at least she appears to like the attention um but yeah um i definitely it's uncomfortable though even though she's okay with it um at least it seems like she's okay with it it's still really uncomfortable yeah yeah yeah, I thought the thing that was one of the things that was really interesting was when the when the young woman drowned herself about the young men saving her. Yeah, I thought that, I thought that was a very interesting choice to make, and it was interesting because you don't get a lot of context about those young men. No. But I thought it was interesting because they're they don't appear to be like, and I don't know the social politics of Chad that well, mm-hmm. but they seem to be people who are kind of on the outskirts Mm -hmm. of things so like you know maybe like i don't i don't know what they're kind of like you know people who live in like the equivalent of a manor like that guy who has like a you know he has a home and so forth and Mm -hmm. so on and these like guys who kind of like exist in like the forest and all that type of or like the, the kind of off i thought it was i thought i felt like there was a class comment that i couldn't quite understand yeah because I, I I thought her being placed amongst them because it because it was in the attitude of how they rescued her it was just like yeah. oh no like no oh no come on no I was going uh uh-uh. uh this, this ain't gonna happen right and yeah. and and it, and it was like no questions it wasn't like oh well you know oh she must be weird you know what yeah. I'm saying like it wasn't like 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 the imam right why are you trying to kill yourself that's a sin you know <laughs> that is what he would it, say if he popped it's, up that's what he would <laughs> say he told us like that's a you sin don't... why are you trying to kill yourself for? what's your problem are you out of your mind yeah <laughs> you know but they were like nah like nah she needs to like live it was like it was like this kind of like this attitude yeah. and I, I just thought it was a really interesting sequence um of these like young men and their and their choice to kind of to, to to help her out. I just thought it was very interesting. Yeah, I agree. There's a little bit of like, well, not a little bit. There's quite a bit of it actually. Like even um the end where uh, she um her her mother Amina is uh in in clearly in a Mercedes as opposed to you know how she was traveling before. Now that she's with her sister, so there's yeah there's like quite a bit of of him sharing um like barely but enough so you, i guess it, it's it's a little more real of just uh you know putting you in in that in that situation with people or all of a sudden seeing them in in a cer- certain roles or um a, a certain uh social status or whatever but without actually going into into a crazy amount of detail that like maybe you know hollywood would do or something with like oh now we're going to this mansion and then they have like the big letters underneath of the location where they are <laughs> right like this this town right yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, like, um, we didn't talk about this yet, but visually, Haroon uh, movies are always beautiful, and yeah. like this colors pop so well. And he yeah. seems he seems to love blue, uh, orange, red, like those type of colors are are all are, are all over his movies. Yeah, which is interesting because like those those can be colors that are like. O- almost overused in a lot of movies but he it doesn't seem yes. to work that way way for him he has a way that he i don't know i guess he uses them purposefully that it you you don't get that same annoying <laughs> kind of feel <laughs> when you see all the blue and orange and like you know american hollywood movies which i which i think you know the movie posters 
movie. <laughs> oh God, yeah, like, they're all blue fucking, and orange. And, and yeah, and the movie could be like a black and white and shit, and it is like a blue and orange poster. Yeah. You know, it's like what the hell? Like, I don't understand what you're doing here. Yeah, you know, it's so true. It's so weird. But he has a way that I think it's because it's purposeful, and you know, he's he's working on a. Um, you know, on a level of really trying to communicate something, but while these other mm-hmm. things is just like the default palette. <laughs> you know, like Netflix's like, default palettes of of, <laughs> oh of other countries. Yeah. yeah. Exa- um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Mexico is always yeah. like <laughs> super <laughs> orange, which is hilarious. Yes. You know, you know, it's so funny because I always think about like the first time I went to Mexico, and I think I actually did think about that. I was kind of just like. It's gonna be orange. Mexico, yeah, Mexico. Why did I say to myself, Mexico? Mexico doesn't look like I like I thought it would. And I was like, yeah, because your ass been watching, you know, Breaking Bad. <laughs> That's why. And you think Mexico just yeah. looks like hot and, yeah. and 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 orange, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. I think. I mean. Tim Tumay's point like it's not annoying the colors he chooses and I think it's because he he does it in a way that that it's meaningful and he's using it to tell his story um so like the I've kind of noticed like the orange just is that like earthy tone and it kind of seems to be more of a that lived in feel and um also like what the the color like like orange generally means uh I think it's uh typically like warmth um, mm-hmm. is what it's used to, to kind of mean. Um, and then, uh, just kind of having, uh, his characters wearing all these like beautiful, like blue fabrics. It really had like, even the Imam was wearing blue, um, at one point, uh, it just kind of, I think just makes it work and like kind of brings them out in, into the, the, the foreground and just, I don't know. I just think it makes it more vision, not only visually pleasing, but I think it does it in a way that just highlights, you know, the characters and the story. And it, and I think it also is making a point to show, uh, audiences um, that uh, places aren't just one solid color like Netflix tells you. Um, so yeah. I don't know. I think it's just kind of uh, just shows the, the you know that just that excitement and and again I think the warmth and then just uh, the, the human element with just how in- the individuality too I think is important too. Just her mother is always wearing like beautiful fabrics, so I think that was kind of kind of interesting. Yeah, and. Um like one thing I always like in these movies is the dur- durational gap between the parents and their children. Yeah. And you see the the daughter like I don't think she ever wears like her tr- traditional like clothing at all. She's always wearing like uh, modern clothes and maybe like a headscarf. And the mom is yeah. the one who will she dresses modern but she will also completely cover up. Yes. Uh, uh you know at, at certain points. Although I do like the little detail of um you don't. She never outright says I'm rejecting Islam, but uh, at a certain point, you just notice she is stops giving a fuck and just <laughs> and clearly yeah. rejects Islam. And it's yeah. just, just it's very beautiful and simple. And like if you pay attention, it, it's very obvious. And I, I kind of like see her like her mannerism. She gets more confident, and because yep. she's determined to you know figure, to save her daughter from you know her fate. Like the smoking scene, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, or like back to um, the daughter Maria. Uh, she like with uh, not being like 
totally embracing of, of Islam. She there's a scene where she I think her headscarf like she just has it on a ball on the top of her head, <laughs> like there's. <Right. laughs> So she can just be like, yeah, I'm wearing it. Like, you know, (laughs) I just thought that was amusing uh, to your point, Spencer. Yeah. uh, There's a part in, uh, what is it? It's uh, uh, Atlantics where uh, like like the the main girl, her name, like has to get a headscarf and she just like uh, like very loosely wraps her around her face when she has to like go to, I think she goes to a doctor at that point. But there's, there's a couple of points where she, when her mom's like, can you uh, wear a head, uh, head covering? And she just, like, very lazily does, like, a head covering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's like, oh, going back to the masculinity thing, uh, there's a lot of, uh, like, when, with the uh, I- imam and the neighbor, they always talk about we are brothers in Islam. And there's this very, like, this big emphasis, emphasis on, like, the masculine side of things. Right. And uh, it's, like, a, it's a very... I say, like, it feels like a, a subtle, a, a kind of a more subtle element of this. Like, if you just notice the language being used a lot, they usually, at least in the translation, they like use the masculine mm-hmm. uh, uh, word instead of like the universal word or or feminine mm-hmm. word. Could be a translation too. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No. Like, I don't know much about Islam. I have some cousins. Yeah. Luckily, I have whole. Uh, they have, my cousin has like two or like two two sons so mm-hmm. like and he has some grandkids probably so like there's a whole branch of my family is muslim that live i think they live in detroit but i've only met them like a couple of times in my life so i don't really know that much about islam so i don't i don't know like if that's like a part of like the actual language of of uh, arabic mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, that'd, be a, that'd be a good question i don't know actually interesting and they speak a and they speak a certain version of Arabic too in chat. It's like I don't I think it's like a it's like a dialect of Arabic. Yeah, I don't I don't think it would be like immediately translatable like if you went to another Arab country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, um, my understanding is Arabic changes per country. Yeah, yeah, that's what that I, I didn't know that for 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 very many years actually. I, I didn't, and I, I I think some in some countries it's even more severe. It's like you know, it's like the difference between like you know, uh, if you know someone from Chile spoke to someone in like Argentina, there might be a little bit of difficulty understanding. Yeah, and there's like some of it, but some of it is like it's real like different like if you like, like chatting in you know arabic could be like really different from like a saudi country or something like that it could be yeah. it could be really different yeah i grew up with the slang and everything yeah. yeah yeah i grew up with um at the catholic i went to there was a dominican family and i remember the the kid who was in my grade uh pedro he told me about the differences between Dominican Spanish and Puerto Rican Spanish. Oh yeah, I don't yeah. remember like what the differences are, but I remember they that just was, that, sound different. Just knowing yeah. people that speak Spanish from yeah, uh, both places, yeah, yeah, they just sound so different. Yeah. I remember being like my like I couldn't fathom that like to like that was the first time I ever like really understood like the like dialects that weren't mm-hmm. English because yeah. my understanding was like it's Spanish, it's the same everywhere. And then to <laughs> talk to someone you know from from those places like. No, it changes depending on where you are. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, I've I've had that happen going going to the United Kingdom. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting there like I saw someone from Liverpool, and I was just like, 
I'm sorry. I just don't understand <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> That's hysterical. It's true, you know. And, or, or I had a friend from the United Kingdom. He went down somewhere. He told me he went somewhere deep down south and could not understand it. Could not, could, 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 couldn't get it. It was, it was, it was trying to get it. I think, it was, I think he was in like Louisiana or something, and it was just like, he's just like, he's like, I just can't get it. I'm sorry, bro. That's, that's how they're speaking <laughs> French, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So like that, ah, you know, so it's like all that different guttural kind of sounds. He's just like, what? <laughs> I can't understand anything. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. 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 A, a common thing in, Af- in African movies I've seen is that uh, French is saved for official business. Yeah. And Arabic or whatever local language is, is saved for casual business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like to yeah. the point that um in Anchala Zala I'm mm-hmm. I'm not sure how you say, how to say it. There's a joke towards the end, uh, where the main guy uh, speaks Wolof at a business me- at a like a political meeting, and he gets called out uh, by uh, someone saying like, when you when we do government business, we speak French, not <laughs> Wolof. It's great. It's great. Oh, well. <laughs> My God. Yeah, <laughs> which I think is pretty like true to a lot of those 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 colonized countries you know of the especially also because some of those countries they can't speak you know some people can't speak french if they're not of a certain class level mm. i don't know I don't, I don't know how the i don't know the frequency in, ch- in in chat is but i know in certain countries like you know they talked about that a lot sen ben talked about that a lot mm. in his movies how some people couldn't speak french you know or like, like yeah like a black girl like the fact that she actually had trouble like I think what was it she could understand it but she couldn't read it or something like that in Black Girl something like that yeah 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 right because remember when she gets the letter from her mother she can't read it they have to read it to her oh god yeah. uh, like I I, f- I think in Senegal like the thing like Wolof is like the like the commoner language and French is like the upper class language exactly yeah so if you want to move up your class level you have to know how to speak French essentially. And like, uh, and Wolof also has like that. That population is mo- uh, more Muslim, so there's a lot yeah. of Arabic mixed into Wolof. If you notice uh. in uh, Simbin movies, and I think in Tukibuki also, they greet each other in Arabic. Yeah, uh, not Wolof. Mm. We didn't get to talk about the uh, abortionist lady, the, like the the <laughs> who is who actually who's pretty awesome. Yeah. 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 I love that this movie brings up circum- uh, circumcision because uh, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of forgot that angle entirely. Like, oh, this movie kind of covers everything. Yeah. Quite a few things. Which, yep. Yeah, which I know Sam Ben, which definitely was something Sam Ben was really passionate about in his, his later movies dealing with. So I I wonder how much, you know, Harun is like thinking thinking about Sam Ben also. De- dealing with that issue or like you know continuing that issue in African cinema of circumcision mm-hmm. and all that stuff yeah like uh, like it, it goes without saying it, it's fucked up and wrong oh and totally it's, 100% it's becoming more <laughs> yes. more, Ill- more illegal <laughs> but it still is like a thing that's like uh, has a has a hard time going away yeah. I mean, you even you even hear about it here in like oh, community, yeah. you know, communities that that immigrate here. They still they still do it. Oof. It's more common in this country than people would realize. Yeah, yeah. It's I've there's I've read about it in 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 some of some of the communities that immigrate here, and they 
they they keep it as a practice but you know it's it's yeah <laughs> i'll leave it at that <laughs> yes yeah, that's that's a good way to end it <laughs> yeah uh, yeah but it's um, having to Oh, sorry. I mean, no, go uh, ahead. What, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, you would have more of a stake in this than, than we. Um, <laughs> I think it is, um, you know, just obviously uh, a huge issue. But I think this this kind of unfortunately um, kind of uh, has has weeded its way into into cultures where they they think that it's okay and it's you know mm-hmm. acceptable and it's a rite of passage and all sorts of things and. Um, especially when uh, her sister mentions it in the movie to her um, that, oh, you know, my, my husband or whatever she says wants uh, her to, my uh, daughter to get circumcised. And just the way that her daughter is just like casually holding her hand and is fine with it. Like, you know, so it's clearly it's just something that is um, accepted and in uh, and, and some by some. And uh, I just it's, it's a problem. It's it's a huge issue. It's it's disgusting. It's revolting. But I think uh, it's just not seen that way. Um, unfortunately, even even the women that are dealing with it, I think some of them are uh, okay with it, um, based on that reaction in the movie. So, but, yeah. But forgive me if I'm wrong. The sister did. Remember, the sister did, then doesn't want it to happen or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Which I which which I found that was so, so that also <laughs> I have to say it's, made me mad i was like so now you want to like be yeah talk to your sister yeah now that like you know now you see that you know but like it shows like her the sister's like defiance um socially yeah was 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 essentially powerful for her sister because her sister had become this kind of like conformist yeah but had reached her limit of good of conforming <laughs> you know like oh shit you know but i was also pissed i was like oh now you now you want your sister's help you know like right. you know help exactly. me i don't want this to happen what are we gonna do and i'm like man D, you know you could have hollered at her a long ass time ago for you real. know yeah <laughs> yeah so like there's an, I, I think it's just i think there's an oppressive element too obviously yeah. that's that's over it's obvious but i think it's just that's one thing i liked about it was uh when um uh, towards the end when uh, her her mother just kind of is like you know forget this and like start you know sh- shares that she's smoking and then it kind of takes off to yeah. to go after the neighbor i was like oh, okay like good this is where you need to be this is where you need to go um and but i can't imagine the courage that takes though like because mm-hmm. you know that's not that's not something i'm facing but the fact that you know other women are facing this elsewhere like that that courage is like you know they get caught what happens to them you know what i mean like yeah, uh you know, but, there's the difference you know the, the mom would snitch like if he caught oh yeah of this. oh but, yeah but also it's a sin i genuinely think he's like the dumbest person in the whole movie <laughs> I think he's just. I mean, if he's if he's anything like um, some of the the people I've encountered, um, just in uh, Catholic churches, uh, yeah, we're very 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 literal, and we we go literally by things, and I think it uh, it definitely uh, alters our ability to make good decisions, to put it nicely. <laughs> so yeah. And uh, and just uh, like the detail of like the woman, the the abortion woman does fake fake circumcision so that uh, you know, to appease the the men and yeah. like the, the the reveal at the end of the husband being like oh my daughter's circumcised and the sisters are like oh, yeah yeah she's circumcised sure <laughs> <laughs> wink wink thank God for know. her yeah seriously yeah that's always <laughs> so interesting to me the 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 things that 
you know, like the you always read about this, right? Like, you know, the the things that they do to kind of the men are are, are all all powerful, but yeah. these like creative things that women do under the men's <laughs> noses, you know, where like they like and the dudes are just none the wiser. And it's like yeah, y'all really just have power because you're a dude, like not because you're intelligent. It is yeah. It, <laughs> it almost never has to do with that last part, unfortunately. <laughs> not in, like it, intelligent is not the reason why you're here. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, come on, man. They just totally like you said. Oh yeah. And I'm like, and like, everyone knows but you. Dummy. <laughs> 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 yeah, and uh, like, it's this very nice way of doing, like, because, like, this will make me sound a certain way. I'm not this way. I just want to make this clear. Like, like <laughs> f- feminism is more uh, mainstream than it's ever been. So you see a lot of faux feminism in Hollywood, particularly yeah. right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this feels like legit feminism of, like, no, this is a movie about women and women working together. Yeah. And it's just totally organic and natural, and just having the like them tricking the dumb men in a lesser movie would feel false and like, like kind of like the, like the last Charlie's Angels thing, where it's like, and Ruth Gator, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was like Charlie's Angels too. Like, okay, calm the fuck down. I can't. Right. <laughs> yeah. In this, yeah. How, in this, in this movie, just treats it like, yeah, this is how you show like feminism. It's it's very it's lived not, in, yeah. Yeah it's, yeah, it's not a it's not a performance. It's just part of you know the the the, the story, part of the characters, and like the the courage that that these I can't imagine what the, their situation is like. I mean, as as imperfect as it is here, um, you know, it, it, we're not there uh, in terms of of the way that their society is. So it's just I I can't imagine that courage that that would take. For like her mother to, to go through that, for example, or even even the woman pretending to do the the, the, the circumcisions and um, performing abortions for people that need it. Like if she gets caught, you know what I mean? So it's like there's yeah, kind of definitely. Yeah. So that's, I think, a big part of the, the sacred bonds part of the title, which is kind of the women uh, outsmarting the men <laughs> so they could survive, frankly. Yeah. yeah. yeah and it's just like in. Um, and this exists in every culture like mm-hmm. uh, just because like the the powers you know in charge don't always know about it or they're too distracted by other things but they're like uh, abortion goes back a very long time like i feel mm-hmm. like that people kind of forget that yeah i think so like i think the earliest uh like ruling i know of is during the byzantine empire just it's kind of justin or justinian the, the one famous one like outlawed abortion that's like I feel the like the ancient Egyptians could have done it too, but I could be wrong. But I feel oh, like, just, yeah, I think it was like induced though. It wasn't like a surgical one. Yeah, but like it's it's a very ancient practice, and like this movie clearly shows that, you know, like there are always women in these communities that will that will come through for like the basic health care uh, for yeah. women because you know, come on, go away. Sounds like I'm, I'm trying to like, I get my get a soapbox, but I'm not. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make that clear. No, no Wednesday. worries. Go away, please. <laughs> I'm assuming you're talking to your cat. The Wednesday. Yes. Yeah, Wednesday. She is rubbing up on the laptop now. That's surprisingly not in this room. But I think he's been. It's the heat is getting to him. He's like he like lays under my bed because it's like under there. <laughs> That's <laughs> smart though. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see him for hours. It's like, hey man. 
Bro, it's hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this movie has a really cute cat, and I I love that the cat and the dog, is, mm-hmm. and the dog too. Yeah. Okay. Is uh, oh, uh, so like this feels like an inverse of a screaming man to me, where a screaming man is, is the uh, destruction of a family, of a mm-hmm. parent and child, and it's uh, more masculine foc- ma- masculine focused, and it ends with the death of the child, and this is. The like the re like the rebonding like the like the bonding of a family, where it ends with the child living, and like the and like like they have a stronger relationship as a result, and it feels like kind of an answer, sort of to a screaming man, in, in like in a in a weird way in a way I can't really explain. Yeah, I, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I think this one kind of has a happy ending, <laughs> kind yeah, of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Screaming Man is all is all about that tragedy though, of his yeah. uh, of his inactivity. Ultimately, I yeah. mean, you know, the fact that he, you know, his, you know, he doesn't um, come to the aid of his son in a way that that keeps his son alive, rather yeah. than this woman. You know, oh no, <laughs> oh no, oh she, you know, in multiple ways. It's not like she does it just at the end. You know, yeah. even in ways that are a bit more challenging, like the scene where she like flirts with the guy to like you know to get married. You know, yes. like yeah. she, her, she's there's a constant um, effort by her to you know make sure her daughter is going to be okay, um, yeah. even when she kind of gets herself into trouble. But then of course, ultimately, she when she finds out who her daughter is pregnant by then like you know yeah she goes full on you know like i'm about to go kill this dude i was like whoa bro i was like oh oh man i was like oh okay like it wasn't it wasn't one of those like i'm angry i'm picking up something real quick and i'm gonna go back to bed no she was just like she was i was like wow okay hey shit you know just be be safe okay Yeah, and, oh, and, and, and after she beats him, every time it's like, okay, both times I've been like, oh, he, he's gonna get them and chase her down, and she's gonna yeah. go right. to prison. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what I kept wondering. I was like, oh, this don't, this don't, this don't end bad, but she gets, you know, she gets, she gets away. Thankfully, you know, he, you know, maybe he's embarrassed. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's embarrassed enough. I don't know. It's it's interesting. I'd imagine since she's the outcast that no one likes, he doesn't want to even mention that like he he got uh, outsmarted and and uh, yeah. outmaneuvered by her. Yeah, seems to be the trend. <laughs> yeah, just you know, just just take your L. You know, <laughs> go to go to the doctor and patch you up and just go <laughs> get your ass in the house and that's it. Yeah. Oh, and one little detail before she's. Uh, 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 beats him is uh, you see her uh, looking through of uh, a cracker in her door, and there's a couple leaving his house, and they have an uh, uh, like a little baby with them. Hmm. Uh. And like uh, those little details just make me love her room so much more. It's like okay, that is clearly on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, okay. So I don't have much else to say about this movie besides uh. I I I love this movie. Uh, it's like it, it's ninety minutes, but it feels like like so much is packed into this. So much yeah. of it is just is a silence, and like there's almost no music. There's music 
I play, I think played at certain scenes like on a stereo, but like there's no actual score. It's just uh, this people, this people being people. Yeah. And it goes by a very like a really great pace, and I'm always surprised when horror movies end because it's always like, oh, it, it's over already. Yeah. I, I want more of this. Yeah. 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 No, but you know, the, the, it's it's just right too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it doesn't overstay its welcome and mm-hmm. just kind of you know try to tie up too many loose ends. So, um, but I, I think it it as as a it's not a perfect ending, but it's definitely a happy ending. Unlike the Screaming Man, like we kind of briefly discussed. Um. So I think, I mean, but the neighbor though, like spoilers, like he got up. So I don't know. I don't know if he he made it out or not. Like maybe he you know yeah. fell down behind the alley there and you couldn't see him and then he's done, <laughs> or or maybe he's uh, off to the doctor. You know what I mean? So like there's also that. So um even uh, though they're they're no I longer th- in that. I forgot one more thing. Uh, the doctor who who is afraid to perform an abortion. Yeah. Oh um, uh, yeah. But for a million I, he'd do it. That one. Yeah. Right. And yeah. like I I I'm very conflicted on this because like. Because he he does say like he could go to prison and yep. lose his license and he can stop doing this and, pr- and stop doing a service for people, but at the right. same time he's asking a ridiculous amount of money to get it done, and so like I don't so like again it's just more that emotional complexity of like I wanna I wanna not like this person, but at the same time it's like well he has a reason for behaving this way. Yeah, it's weird. You always wonder because you've seen that kind of plot line in movies before. And then, you know, one level you can think of all that he's just trying to exploit it. But then it's also kind of like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's very real that he could get, you know, in in deep trouble for doing it. But it's kind of like, hey, man, I ain't rich. If I can get some money out of it, you know, maybe it is worth the risk. You know, it's like it's like this. It's this this way, which makes it all complex because, like, you know. Yeah, it's 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 a it's just it's a very complicated situation. I mean, no one comes off, you know, on that side comes off good, but you know, it's yeah. it's, and then, it's very exactly it's very funky, you know. And then her and daughter it, is just like, well, he's a man or something. She says so, right? Of course, right? Of course. <laughs> yeah, she she says he's a man. He doesn't care. Yeah. Right. Ultimately, he doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like, you know, if anything getting something the reason why he has a million is not because he's he really wants to help her out is he's like well shit you know though she is desperate enough <laughs> exactly she'll find <laughs> I it could, i could totally get a mil a million wouldn't hurt my life right now that's yeah. true and uh i love that the, the big turnaround of that whole subplot is just, is that the head nurse uh a, a woman helps him and was like oh I, I i got someone for you don't worry about it and like, even though like it it turns bad, it it has a bad turn. Uh, it ends badly. There's a yeah. a, a, a uh, you know a, a bright light at the end of the tunnel. The sacred mm-hmm. bond with the mm-hmm. the women helping each other out. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So uh, besides, what do you what do you guys say? This is a good Haroon to start with. Uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, and I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's because of um, just what I liked, the way that I discovered him, and I didn't necessarily watch his movies in order. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's a bad one to start with. I mean, but I would I would suggest like one of his earlier movies maybe to then kind of just see him grow a bit, and then the kind of stories he tells, and just how they're they're similar or even different from each other. So maybe like a dry season, I might start with. 
Yeah. I think it could be good if there's someone who's interested in this topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, like if, if this is like a topic, you know, we were kind of started off on my house, you know, pertinent to now in this country. So if they wanted a kind of like uh, a paralleling nation dealing with it, I think I think I think I think it could be interesting yeah. uh, place place to start. I mean, but, you know, I at the same token, like, I, I don't know how anyone could not watch a screaming man and not just go, damn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like first and just be like, man, what other movies has he made? Yeah. <laughs> you know, by watching that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Abuna is, I think, is very good. And that's like the that that's the first one. Because Bye Bye Africa is kind of like everything else. Yeah. It's uh-huh. a weird outlier. But uh, but like Abuna is like the is the foundation of like a, of like a screaming man and stuff like that. Like that's where it all begins. I haven't seen his comedy. Um, was it sex okra and salted butter? I've I think. never seen that either. It's, uh, I think it's uh, really solid. It's not great. Yeah. It's a, it's a French TV movie. There's, okay. you can clearly see like the, like the, the budget isn't, isn't what, isn't like the, like the other ones. Right. But uh, it, it, I think it's really good. It's about you know an African family dealing with assimilation in France. Yeah. And it's it's the son from a screaming man is in it, and the this other guy who's in his movies he plays like the first cook in a screaming man who gets fired. Mm-hmm. He's the dad in the family. Okay. I, th- I think that's the only regular set return. But uh, I think it's on Google Play. It was for a long time. I'm not 100. percent I'll have to. I'll check it out. I think that's the only one of his feature films I haven't seen. No, I haven't seen Bye Bye Africa either. I haven't seen those two. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So this, yeah, uh, uh, Lingui is available in a bu- whole bunch of places. It's. Uh, I think Mubi is on its own. Mubi. Yeah. In this, uh, in other herd movies, other herd movies are easily available right now. And uh, so, oh, I completely never I didn't mention this. Uh, Haroon was the minister of culture uh, for Chad for a brief time. I think like about a year or so. Huh. Uh, which is interesting because his movies are very critical of the government, and the yes. government has. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it was to keep tabs on him because, like, it was oh, the totally. the previous president who was he died fighting a terrorist recently. Which, oh, uh, sure sure that's what happened is it was it like after he like won like um if he won like the jury prize at, at cans is it after that because maybe that's why they're like oh <laughs> now we now we've got a good one 2016 i think 17 i don't remember i, don't remember. I, I thought he got it for screaming was it screaming man screaming i think man. he won it for screaming man i can't remember when he was the minister of culture but uh and uh, shockingly, you know that that president he won every election from '92 t- until his death. He's popular. Last year, yeah. And his son took over after he died. You know, oh. like how democracies work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, and oh, and another thing about Chad is like their film industry is so minor that I think it's like half of the movies made in Chad are Haroon movies. Well, like I think he he mentioned in some interview that he's one of two filmmakers from Chad, 
and I think he's like the only like full length film director though. There's another guy they who they they uh, you may be called Jerusalem, okay, something like that, like two thousand early two thousands, with um Yusuf uh, Jaro in it. Uh, but uh, I think that's the only other director from Chad I can think of, and they like they're friends. That guy was a producer on Dry Season, I think. Okay, and he hasn't really done any movie any movie stuff since then. He's kind of disappeared from the industry. So Haroon's the last one, the only one active from Chad. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah so uh, this. Uh well, who who cares about the year? Like, what are there any recent movies that you two would recommend? Uh, for the, for the end of this episode. Oh God, I don't know if I've seen, uh-huh. I haven't seen that many new movies. <laughs> uh, I really haven't for... actually, believe it or not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to. Um, well, I saw Thor. That was really bad. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, a recent one that I really liked that I could recommend that, um, probably, uh, I mean, for, for me, a newer one, oh, go ahead. Uh, for me, it's, uh, uh, is it The Suicide Squad? I forgot how they changed the title, but the James Gunn one, uh, James Gunn I, is I like my favorite, po- uh, blockbuster. Yeah. yeah, my favorite blockbuster guy. It's gross and weird. I like his sensibility. It, it, it's like trauma, but if it's actually good. And he worked for Troma, <laughs> so he knows how to do a Troma yep. thing, but with talent. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the movie made me cry. Uh, the, uh, it's just, I, I really love, uh, his, uh, his Suicide Squad. I have not seen Peace, uh, Peacemaker because I don't have HBO and I don't want to pay for another thing. <laughs> yeah, they had it really quick. Like initially, I was like, "Oh, canceling cable and getting doing just the streaming," and it's like, "Yeah, <laughs> bad idea." Like, <laughs> uh, for me, a movie, um, I had to like look at my letterbox, and I was like, "What was the last one I liked?" Um, Mad God. I don't know if you guys saw that. It's the no. stop motion movie on Shutter. Uh, Phil Tippett did it. The, uh, I think I the, heard of oh, this. Yeah. yeah like the special effects guy like did like a robocop yeah. in like jurassic park and like the original trilogy for star wars like he's been making this movie forever like i don't even know how many years like a very long time and it finally came out and uh it's kind of amazing just how just he totally embraces just how insane the movie is and, it, and it's dark and it's creepy and it's just really cool because it's just a bunch of uh, footage that he's made at least over more than 10 years, like finally as, as one movie. Um, and it's really cool and worth checking out because I like stop motion animation too. So it's cool. Yeah. It's on Shudder. Yeah. I I pay for Shudder, the, the yearly thing, and I yeah. never use it besides the... I, well, I watch Dragula with my oh, partner. Cool. Because we yeah. like the, the drag stuff. She likes yeah. it more than me, I should say, in case you hear me <laughs> say this. <laughs> Threw that in there. Like, stop lying. <laughs> she's There's no such thing I'm, as a guilty pleasure. She, Come on. She's gonna say I'm being a super fan, just by saying I I like it. Yeah. But she's more a super fan. But Dragula rules. It's on. It's on Shutter. But awesome. uh, yeah, I, I actually should use my subscription for because I pay forty-five a year. Oh yeah, I would use it. <laughs> I I do have something. I saw Memoria. That was great. I thought oh, cool. that was really that was that was that was that was excellent. 
I want to see yeah. that so bad. It's really yeah. good. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not wasn't wasn't, I wasn't like surprised it was going to be really good. But maybe yeah. for some reason, I, I, I don't know. I just, you know, you know what it is. You sometimes, you know, you see a filmmaker like him, and you're used to him like using like actors who are not famous. So then like, yep. you get like this, this Tilda Swinton movie. So you're kind yep. of like, all right, well. <laughs> I, I I'm like emotionally preparing myself for it to like be a notch below, but it yeah. wasn't. It was actually as great as his other movies. Like his um, Uncle Boomy is amazing. So yeah, so it's as great as his other movies. So I was like, oh, this is really a, a, a quite a quite a great film. So yeah, that was yeah, that's the last movie that I that I I went and saw that I was really impressed by. That was new. Awesome. Yeah, I, ho- I hope that's streaming soon because I think the nearest it location should be for me. Uh, Cause I'm right between two hours from Philly, two hours from Baltimore. Oh, you oh gosh, you right sweet there. Sweet spot, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not, I'm not gonna drive two hours to go see a movie. No. Um, uh, maybe. I would. <laughs> I would. <laughs> well, I hate driving, so if if ah, uh, there you go. I yeah. don't want to have to get on the highway and all that shit and pay for parking. Yeah, I mean the gas alone, but yeah, I, I'm still crazy. I'd do it. No pressure. <laughs> yeah. Well, last time I made a point to drive a while uh, was for to, I took a day off to see us. Oh yeah. Uh, and oh, wow. N- not worth it. It was. Not <laughs> what worth is, it. I was to be like, oh man, dude. <laughs> it you, was not worth. You, it. Yeah. You can't let that be the one that ruins it all. <laughs> you can't. I'm good. I felt so alone in not liking that movie. I'm glad we all agree. <laughs> and uh, the new Suspiria, I almost drove two hours to see. Yeah. I watched it and I was like, oh, I'm glad I didn't drive two hours to see this movie in a no, theater. Yeah. Oof. Uh, yeah, I, I just drove like an hour, 20 minutes to go see Crimes of the Future and somewhere in oh. Connecticut. And like, you know, the best part of that movie was is like I had uh, animated movie trailers before the movie and that was it. So I had yeah. like, <laughs> I had like the new Minions trailer or whatever. And I was like, oh, am I even in the right theater? And I was like, oh. <laughs> Like, what is this? Before Crimes of the Future, Dude, that's, that's, that's was, deep. Yeah, because bring the kids to the <laughs> David Cronenberg movie. Here's your here's your Minions yeah. trailers. <laughs> <laughs> like I was ready, I was ready to go outside and be like, guys, the wrong reels going. Like, <laughs> oh, but nope, then it started. So. <laughs> All right, uh, so uh, this will come out probably soon. Um, <clears throat> as of now, I think there's like maybe six or five or six episodes left to record. Uh, actually, oh, you two wow. Uh, wow. have separate ones. And two of them, you'll be on for our last Farda episode. Cool. Uh, Cleo five, five to seven. seven. And yeah. Amanda, you'll oh, be so on cool. for the, the final uh, regular episode, final irregular episode because you picked uh, Shoot the Piano Player. And actually, you'll be a first one who actually Last few, last few times, the person uh, was like, "Oh, I'm too busy. I can't record." So, like, this would be the first time like the guest actually stayed on for like the big final episode. Well, that's exciting. Of, yeah, you have a lot to live up. Fingers to. crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. All right, and uh, yeah, and do you have any uh, movies or albums or anything? Uh, well, I'm working on a movie now, but th- th- that won't be coming. Oh, I do have a short that's out there, but I don't know what's going to that. Yeah, that'll, you know, follow me on Twitter. You'll you'll hear about that. And that's something else that I'm making now. But that's in the very be- beginning. I mean, 
I'm about to shoot it and then I'm gonna edit it. Now that'll take a while, so you'll people will hear about that much later. Very cool. And you have albums on Bandcamp. I do, I do, I do. Uh, Grand Mixer is becoming one of my workout uh, uh, albums. I yeah, <laughs> we like that. We like to hear that. And uh, on the song Soul Caliber, there's ah, yeah. a line that every time I hear it, I think this has to be an M- MF Doom reference. Oh, maybe. Uh, it's the one is like like uh, curls and pearls. You rhyme. Oh, maybe it's possible. I can't remember it right now. My brain. This is this, this, this is called forty. Yeah. <laughs> it's called forty. Yeah, but every time I get that far, it's like this has to be. It sounds very much like an MF Doom type of highly thing. probable with me. Okay, I have to check this out. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the fourth track, Soul Calibur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I follow you on Twitter, M Two Man. Yeah, indie same. Awesome. Can't remember what podcast I've heard you on, but I've heard you on before, and they were always awesome. I think oh, it was, thank you. You're welcome. Um, I think it was on Zebras. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Those are those are the homies. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, Amanda, do you have? It? I should have started with you because uh, I, I don't think you're making any I, movies. I don't so. make anything, so yeah, you oh. should have started with me. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just on Twitter and just kind of, uh, I guess, um, I, I used to say when I was new to the the people that talk about movies on there the film twitter but i really kind of you know i'm not into the that the film twitter i kind of just like what i like and i guess get into sometimes petty arguments with people online so you know what you do on twitter oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, the twitter life oh good lord especially all the latest on uh, jordan peele being the greatest horror director of all time i had a lot, uh, quite a few people unfollow me and oh, uh <laughs> for disagreeing with that one so um, but anyway, um, usually he even disagreed with it. Come on. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty wild. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter and sometimes I talk about video games, but it's, it's mostly movies. Um, and then, um, uh, pretty much it. And sometimes you'll see pictures of, uh, some of my birds that I have cause I'm a weirdo. Oh. I don't have cats or dogs. I have birds. That's not weird. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. I caught one outside. Not kidding. Um, <laughs> I had a, a oh, parakeet fly into my uh, tree, so. and then uh, my boyfriend's like, what kind of bird is that? And I was like, well, if we were in Australia, so that'd well. be normal. I was like, that's somebody's pet. Um, so, yeah. So I guess I, I rescued that one. And then there's uh, another one, a fat little yellow uh, lovebird that is, shows up every once in a while. But okay, all right. uh, just pretty much talk about um, anything. So you can find me on Twitter, WMS Liberty. For me, um, I don't know. I, I'm on Movies from Hell a lot. I'm on other podcasts sporadically. Uh, what else is there? I don't know. That, that's pretty much it. Uh, the, uh, my uh, my movie blog thing, uh, Jailhouse Seven Zero One, might have a new thing up by time I release this or not. I don't know yet. I cool. I, I, I had a review on Face of Another that I that I have to finish. That I started over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. I started it. But uh, besides that, yeah, that's it. So, um, I think, yeah, I think that's it. But, uh, cool, man. Well, thank you for having me back on, bro. It was a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll I'll get to you later about, uh, the. Hello. There you go. Uh, uh, do you remember what you were saying? I have no idea other than that I have birds and I'm weird. So, and then I saw that I was kicked out. So I was like, I better stop talking.
<laughs> we didn't do it. I was like, you guys are like, yeah, she's weird. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, birds are cool, but I have a cat, so that wouldn't work. No, I wouldn't. But Wednesday is cute. I like the pictures you have online. Yeah, she's very cute. She likes to sneak attack the dog, and if there's a bird, they're well, gone. The bird weren't. Le- yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah. What's your Twitter, Instagram, whatever? Uh, Twitter is W Mass Liberty. Um, nothing else all that exciting, but that's it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, I'll talk to you two about what of uh, your upcoming things uh, another time. But so, uh, thanks for coming on. And awesome. well, actually, there's something number after to stop recording. The show can be found on Twitter at PianoPlayerPod. Our email is still highlowpod at gmail.com. You can find a show on Spotify, Podbean, and various other places where you can find podcasts. Our intro music is by Vivian Fop, and our cover art is by Sarah Roberts. You can find her art at com. and thank you for listening. These 400 blows swing low Chariots of fire, a sweet burn glow Leave went green and dragon age Just a game for the fiend Crossing the team, dump them like a particle beam War with the worlds, with all the clocks clutch pearls Blood diamonds on consignment and furls The defiant ones gunning for slumlords They foundation more shaky than floorboards These science projects just out of the horrors Giants overseas like they will in tomorrow Tower broke for folks who poach in the jungle The cities we rumble, walls we humble Never been no need Cause no king's here Off with they heads Cause my queen's fear Chest not checkers And we no fear As the world burns Observe no tear All economic reformers, y'all on the ground. Trotsky talk is Paul Marks, man, causing his dark sand.